Make way for Rabia. Is it time for what the f***? Good morning, everyone. You're listening to What the F***, episode 11. Around this time last year, people around the world started to describe reality by using the same boring phrases over and over again. We live in strange times. We live in unprecedented times. This is the new normal. This is the apocalypse. You know what? Get over yourselves. Because unless you live in Lebanon, you have no idea what strange, new normal or apocalyptic really means. You see, we're a country that takes pride in breaking records. Biggest hummus plate in the world. Biggest shawarma sandwich in the world. But also, right about now, one of the most corrupt countries in the universe and most likely the biggest political fiasco since the big f- bang. Which brings me to my topic of the day, politics. Don't worry, I won't be talking about any politician or any political event in particular. I wouldn't do that to you, and I certainly wouldn't do that to our lovely radio station. Plus, it's pretty much what everyone else is talking about nowadays anyway. And frankly, it's redundant and unbecoming. No. I want to talk about political ambition in general. Because, I don't know about you, but to tell you the truth, I've always found myself pretty uncomfortable whenever I met or watched people with clear and strong political ambition, drive and career plans. Let me put it this way. I basically can't help myself but wonder, what kind of person is someone whose dream in life is to be on top of a social structure? What kind of really fucked up child says to himself, hey, when I grow up, I want to be the big boss of everybody, even if half the world is gonna hate my guts and wish I were dead. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? The other day, I was talking to a guy who was voicing his admiration at someone's political career, at how determined and how driven that person was, at how fiercely they eliminated everyone who stood in the way of their political ascension. I was in such disbelief listening to that whole crap that my first reaction was, what the f*** is wrong with you? First of all, the person you're describing here is a fucking sociopath. Eliminated all the enemies that stood in their way? Really? And that's the kind of person you see as the ideal leader of the society you live in? Because here's the thing. It's always questionable when someone has an extremely strong drive for anything, right? In episode 2, I said that there was no such thing as a good or bad desire. More or less, of course. But the problem was always in the intensity of those desires. Simply put, when a desire is too intense, we call it extremism, obsession or addiction. There's nothing wrong with a drink every now and then, right? But an uncontrollable drive to drink, that's an alcoholic. There's nothing wrong with a cigarette every now and then, right? But an uncontrollable consumption of cigarettes, that's an nicotine junkie. Man, even a person with a high sex drive is now called a sex addict. But weirdly enough, when it comes to an extreme thirst for power, few people see it as a problem. Worse, they see it as a quality. They call it ambition. They praise it. They glorify it. They applaud it. They look up to it. They call those guys go-getters, hard-headed, determined, leaders, failing to see the pretty disturbing reality of someone who's so hungry, so desperate to get to a position of power, to be on top of everybody else, that they're willing to do pretty much anything to get what they want. Now, I don't know about you, but something about those people disturbs the shit out of me. I don't want to be near one, I don't want to be friends with one, and I certainly don't want any of them making decisions for me or decisions that will ultimately affect my life. 
You know, ancient Greeks knew this very well. And the great thing about them, one of the great things about them, is that they were not politically correct at all. They called things as they were. For example, if you were a compulsive gambler, an alcoholic, a sex addict, or a heavy smoker in ancient Greece, or even simply just obese, addicted to food, they would say that you are not someone who is capable of controlling your urges and desires. Your urges and desires control you. And because you are not in control of your own life, of your own urges and desires, you simply cannot be trusted to be in charge of other people's lives. And no one took it personally, because it wasn't a low blow, it wasn't a personal attack or an insult, it wasn't calling anyone a bad person, it was a simple logical connection. Hey, nothing against you buddy, but if you don't prove to us that you are capable of self-control, of balance, of rational decision making when it comes to your life, then how in the world do you expect us to trust you with our lives, even if we know that you might have the best intentions in the world? Makes sense, doesn't it? Fantastic. Now, take that same logic and apply it to all the power-hungry people who are obsessed with a career in politics. You know, those people who cling on to their seats and powerful positions regardless of the failures, the criticism, the ridicule, the hate, the insults, the embarrassment. And then people wonder, how are they not ashamed? There are two answers to that. They either don't feel shame because they're sociopaths or they do feel shame, but there's nothing they can do about it. They are addicts. They are addicted to power. The same way a heavy smoker knows that smoking is bad, but can't help it. The same way a drug addict wishes they could stop using, but can't help it. And you know what? It's those people who can't be trusted to control their own urges and desires and own lives. These people whose lust for power and status is so insatiable that nothing can stand in their way. Yes, it's those very same people whom we often look up to, admire, praise and trust to be in charge of our existence. Well, good morning to you. I hope that's enough food for thought for the day. And always remember that in spite of all the mess we're in, I still love you. That was what the f with Rabia. <laughs> you can't say this happy.